The Subscription Box Show, episode 190. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show, where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome here, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to yet another Focus Friday, where we, of course, tackle a hot or current subscription industry topic. In today's episode, I want to share with you some insights I picked up from a recent interview I had done with another subscription box founder. His name is Vino, and he's also the CEO at Cabo Fresh Dog Foods a Canadian dog food subscription box. And he'll be on an upcoming episode, 195 to be exact. So look out for that one coming soon. Such a good conversation. And Vino is just really a good communicator. But during our conversation, he must have mentioned this secret of his at least, I don't know, 10 times. And it is something I had never really heard another entrepreneur talk about so passionately. So I did some digging and figured I'd do my own research on the subject for all of you. And it's none other than cold emails and the impact they can have on your business. And I will share with you today my eight rules that I found when it comes to cold emailing. So I can't wait to share the cold email rules with all of you. But first, I'd like to thank Ray Cornell and her team, which was also just featured in the latest Julie Ball podcast, by the way, Subscription Box Basics. So for more on Ray, you can certainly go listen to her there where she covers content. And that is certainly something Ray can help you and your business with. Copy, content, strategy, you name it. So honestly, do yourself a favor and go get your initial call booked with Ray. Nothing to lose. And at least then you'll know. You can do that by contacting her directly at cornellcontentmarketing.com or by emailing her at ray at cornellcontentmarketing.com. And it's Ray, R-A-I. So thanks again to Ray and her team for their great support of this show. And if you would like to help this show, then you can certainly do that by either supporting our amazing sponsors or by giving the podcast a rating and review on iTunes and by hitting the subscribe or follow button on your podcast player. All those three really help. So thanks in advance for that. And last thing here, but make sure to join our Facebook group if you haven't already to stay on top of everything and connect with hundreds of other subscription entrepreneurs just like you. Networking is powerful and in this case, free. Our private group is growing and it's always a good thing to be plugged into a network of amazing subpreneurs. So check that out today on Facebook, the Subscription Box Show Facebook group. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday eight cold email rules that can impact your business. Welcome here, everyone, and thank you to each and one of you for listening. I truly appreciate you all. All right, cold emails. Now, somewhat of a weird subject, right? But man, can they harness power and open up doors for you? Just think about it for a second. We live in an age where you can literally reach anyone on this planet, 
anyone. Yeah, there might be some gatekeepers and some things or people to get around, but the fact remains, you can still technically reach anyone or any company in the world, and that is a very exciting thing. So I'd like to share some of the do's and don'ts, benefits, and other resources that I found and that I've used and learned in my own experience with business, but also through some paid networking masterminds that I have done in the past that may be of additional help to you. Make sense? All right, so let's maybe start with the urban or layman definition of cold email. What is a cold email? Well, essentially, a cold email is reaching out to someone or someplace like you would a cold call. So think of a cold call. You would have no prior connections or don't know the other person at the other end, no relationship or no prior relationship, basically emailing someone you don't know. Wikipedia describes a cold email this way. A cold email is an unsolicited email that is sent to a receiver without prior contact. So essentially, you don't know the person you're trying to get a hold of. Good news, however, is that a cold email is not considered spam when done right or when certain rules, and I use air quotations, are followed. So that begs the question, what are those rules? What rules must you follow so you're not considered a spammer or land in the spam filter? So I'm going to cover eight rules that I found doing some prep for this show. Rule number one, be specific. Use their name. The email outreach must be directed to someone specific. The goal is to get into contact with someone specific, so make that known, even if you have to cold email around to others to get to the actual person you're trying to get a hold of. I hope that made sense. So rule number one, use the person's name. People love to hear their name, first of all, and see their name and read their name. Just please make sure to spell it correctly. Do you know how often people misspell Eric? Yes, I know, Eric. It's this very simple name, E-R-I-C. It should be easy, but it's not, apparently. It's very not. They add Ks or remove the C. My name is misspelled probably at least, I'm not even kidding here, half a dozen times a week from people reaching out to me. Ask my wife. It drives me nuts. My name is easily found, and it's easy to spell, but somehow people still make that mistake. They misspell my name once, you're probably going to get another chance, but misspell my name twice and you're out. <laughs> All right. So rule number one, be specific, username and spell it correctly. Uh, rule number two, it has to be personalized. And this is not to be confused with rule number one of being specific using the name. You need to be personalized because you could direct a ton of mass emails technically to different people by just changing the names. But oh no, this is different. With rule number two, you have to dig in a little and learn about the person. Making it personalized or personal means knowing enough about that person that you can mention specifics that only they would know or that would resonate with them specifically. An example of this could be, hey Peter, I see you grew up in Boston. Austin, ever been to a Bruins game? I have been to a couple of games there at TD Garden when traveling for business and loved the atmosphere. Now, that's just an example, and that's probably a little bit too long, but from there, you'd want to go straight into the value you're offering them. The work with rule number two isn't as scary either as you might think or as it sounds. Just dig a little bit more than the rest, and you'll be able to put together a great personalized email. Rule number three, never copy and paste the description or about us, and I use air quotations there, page or stuff on the person or business's website. Don't send them something they already wrote back to them. This screams laziness or actually lameness probably. It's amateur, it's bad, it stinks, and they will automatically stream you as not the worst outreacher because those are the ones who mass email the same email with just his name change around. But the second worst kind is this one here, the ones who do minimal work, the copy and pasters. Either just visit the site once, it'll need to be a little bit more than that, guys, but don't copy and paste what they already wrote back to them. Rule number four, 
avoid the word I. This rule I came across, actually a good podcast I listened to when I was helping myself do the prep for this Focus Friday. It was from a company called Hot Glue. What they said is that the email should be about the person you're trying to reach out to, which seems obvious, but not you. So one way you can do that is to avoid using the word I. I would love, I think, I, 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 I. You always start with I. No, please avoid this word. It's about them and the value you have for them, for him, for her. All right, so that does it for rule number four. And the first four, so we're halfway through the cold email rules. So let's take a quick break to thank today's sponsors who make this show possible. And when we get back, I'll share with you rules five to eight and also finish off with a few resources to help you out some more. This episode is proudly sponsored by Cornell Content Marketing. Hey guys, as subscription box entrepreneurs, I know how many hats we have to wear and how painstakingly hard it is to try to do everything and to do it right. Copy, SEO, ads, organic reach, paid reach, social media, website optimization, lead nurturing, customer retention, and that is just scratching the surface. My point is that sometimes we need to just get some help. Guys, I'm super excited to let you all know about the brand new offer from Cornell Content Marketing, but this is not for everyone. This bundle was specifically created as an all-in-one package to give subscription startups everything they need to hit the market strong. This incredible offer includes the following, a custom SEO strategy, homepage website copy with SEO, an opt-in or welcome email sequence, six custom branded social media templates, an editorial calendar, and three marketing consultation calls. But here's the best part. You can get all of this for only $3,200. Sure, you can try it your way or you can try a proven way. Pay now or pay later. Everybody pays, guys. Cornell has worked with startups turned into massive success stories like Pretty Litter, Real Paper, and Vinebox. Cornell has been featured at Subto Events, on V News, and this very podcast. So who is this for and why should you check it out? It's for startups who want to build a solid foundation for their subscription box business. Again, it's only $3,200 and you can get more right now by heading over to cornellcontentmarketing.com forward slash subcos. There you can see testimonials and other companies who've been able to grow and scale with Cornell. You'll also be able to book your free consultation with Ray and her team. Links are obviously available in the show notes. Cornell Content Marketing, helping subscription brands since 2017. Welcome back, everyone. Massive thanks to today's sponsors, Ray and Cornell Content Marketing. Again, there is no subscription box show without the generous support of them and of you. All right. So thanks for that. And now let's get back into the rules. For the break, of course, we covered rule number one to four. And let's get into it. Rules number five to eight. Rule number five, the 15-minute research rule. It's best to send fewer well-researched personalized emails per week than to reach a bunch of crappy ones. So to avoid this, use the 15-minute rule. It could be 10, sometimes 20, maybe five, but generally it's about 15 minutes. The point is, spend a little bit of time each day to really research the person you're trying to get a hold of. Again, yes, sure, read up on them on their website. That's okay. But that's what everyone else does. Go beyond that and separate yourself from everyone else trying to get a hold of the person you're trying to get a hold of. Find articles or interviews they did on Forbes or some other reputable source. Listen to a podcast maybe they're on. The stuff you'll find there is often way beyond what the masses are willing to do and find. So you're going to find some gold. You might be able to learn what the company they run is about to launch, a new product maybe, or maybe he or she's excited about their new child. Mention these little things and where you read them and heard about it so you don't sound creepy. (laughs) 
So rule number five, the 15-minute rule. Spend about 15 minutes on each one to kind of just really research. And you know what? It actually will shorten up probably to 10 minutes or even maybe a bit less as you get good at it and know where to look for these kind of things. Rule number six, offer them the solution you have for them. Sort of like the quick value prop you would have on your website, your subscription box website, for when someone lands on it, you have like, you know, two, three seconds to grab their attention. Well, this is actually probably very quite similar with a cold email. The person you're trying to reach might just skim the email. So make a point to show them the offer you have for them. What's in it for them? What solution do you have to their problem? Could be as simple as you know they're speaking at a conference in your city or close by in, say, November or whatever, and with your research, you found out that they like smoothies. Well, make it a point to introduce them to the local favorite smoothie place, maybe. Maybe offer to buy them a gift card for that place or whatnot. I know that when I first started hearing about leaning with value, I was definitely in the boat of, I don't have any value to add. (laughs) I need something from the person I'm trying to reach. But that is the tricky part. You still have to lean with value. You might have to get creative on this one, like the smoothie example. Now, if your business, on the other hand, is just a great fit for them, that could very well be the solution. So offer with that. We think your product X would be fantastic in our February box because boom, done. So add value and lean with an offer, some kind of value. Rule number seven, make the gatekeeper your bestie. (laughs) Now, if there's a gatekeeper, you need to get them on your side, folks. Eric, what's a gatekeeper? All right, so let's get through that first. A gatekeeper is the person that will prevent you from getting through to the person you're trying to get a hold of. It could be a VA, an administrative assistant. It could come in all sorts of forms, but you need to make them your bestie, spoil them, give them actual compliments when you're talking to them, either through email or on the phone, and send them a thank you note just for them once in a while. Remember their name and spelled correctly, but whatever you do, do it because it comes also from the heart. Don't be fakey or a weasel. They'll know and it's just not the nice thing to do. But be courteous and explain to them the benefits and value you have in store for the person you're trying to get a hold of. And if there is some communication going on, make sure at the end of all, you know, the value has been done or the, the communication has been done with the actual person you're trying to get a hold of, just send a separate email or a gift card sometimes to the gatekeeper. Those kind of little things can go a very long way. Rule number eight, and that's the last one, keep it short. I read or heard somewhere I believe this one came from Coldlytics, which is a marketing firm, I believe, that the outreach cold email should be between five to seven sentences. My mouth dropped when I heard that because there's no way you think that you could get everything you need to say to them in those few sentences. Yes. So I definitely also raised my eyebrows when I heard that. So what that means, again, is that they're skimming the emails, but what they'll see is hopefully their name something not many know about what you found out about them and the offer or solution you or your business has for them. That's just a couple of things that they're looking for. So keep it short. For example, I often get these super long emails with a bunch of asks from me. Now, first off, I love getting emails from all of you, so thanks for that. But there is a bit of a proper way to do this, an email etiquette, if you will, when you're reaching out cold to someone. One of them is keeping it short on the first one because you, first of all, you respect their time. Introducing yourself and showing first the value you have, and that is one of the few things you need to do. So keep it short. Don't just ask them for stuff. Show them what you're offering them. So keep it short. Just trust me on that one. And leave a link that leads to more about you, that if they want to know more about you, they can click on that and look at that themselves. You don't need to spit out everything you think they need to know about you. So to wrap up, 
There are zero shortcuts on this one, folks. It takes time to learn about who you're trying to get a hold of. Don't lean in with the ask. Lean with the value you're offering them. Use their name and politely introduce yourself, but keep it short. Practice makes perfect. And again, it's always best practice to actually handwrite the emails in the actual email. Way more work, of course, because you're not copying and pasting all the previous emails you've done, but it will come out more personalized and you can sort of tell that when you're reading an email. All right, so without further ado, here are some of my final thoughts and resources that you could use for your cold email practice. Resource number one, LinkedIn Pro is still probably king when trying to get a hold of someone, believe it or not, because, well, it just is. They usually offer a free trial as well, so sign up for that and go bananas with it while you still have that free trial. Now, you might have a limited number of outreaches allowed, so even if you had to pay the, I don't know what it was, $80 a month for LinkedIn Pro if you want to try it out for a month, I don't remember exactly how much it was, let's say $60, $70, $80 a month. In my opinion, it's well worth it because if you take advantage of it, you can get a hold of a lot of people and do these outreach emails just through the messaging part of it. Resource number two, it's a book called Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. Resource number three, a podcast called Build Your Network by Travis Chappell. And last email, a cold email community podcast. Episode one specifically is a pretty good one. I think there's only four episodes, but that's a pretty decent one as well. So thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Focus Friday, cold emails. Who would have ever thought the power they held when done correctly? So I have a challenge for you all, and it is this. Go out and try the cold email outreach I've outlined here to at least 25 people, places, or anything like that, and track your progress. Then I want to hear about it in the subscription box show Facebook group. And if you have a great idea for Focus Friday, or would simply like to hear from a specific subscription box on this show, then I want to hear from you. Please let me know whichever way is easiest for you. You can DM me, email me with the above way mentioned, or simply mention your idea in the Facebook group which actually reminds me that that's actually a really good way to add value. If someone were to give me a Focus Friday idea, that is a fantastic way to lean with value. And for more on how to get viral copy content and marketing for your business, your subscription box business, then do yourself the favor of contacting Ray, that's R-A-I, at Cornell Content Marketing. And you can reach her directly, of course, Ray, R-A-I, at CornellContentMarketing.com and make sure to tell her that Eric sent you. And finally, make sure to tune in on Tuesday for a brand new episode where I interview mother and daughter dynamic duo, Heidi and Sienna Avery, founders of RubyCrate. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire, thoughts can provoke, but only action brings you closer to your dreams. episode of the subscription box show but your next unboxing is only a few clicks away head over to the subscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the subscription box show remember don't be afraid of change be afraid of standing still 